tonight as every night on vegashypemedia.com live on facebook and uh you can always call us if you have some questions or comments um our number is 702-608-3259 follow us on facebook ig at lifestyles of love underscore and tonight we are having a word from our sponsor, the amazing and talented Eve Carlin of OTG Fit. There she is. Hey. Hi. Hey Eve. Hi. How you feeling? I feel great. I'm excited to be here. Yay. We're Thank live. you for being here. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm super excited. Yay. Yeah, so Eve is our September sponsor. Um, we love her and we thank her. Thank you very much. Thank you. She's, um, I would call her a fitness beast. Um, <laughs> that's like one, that's one thing I would call her. Um, I would call her a Jewish princess <laughs> and, um, a Disney lifer. That's what I would say. For sure. Disney lifer. For life. Um, 100%. She's calling us from Los Angeles. How's the weather? It's nice. It's still a bit smoky, but mm. better. Really? A bit more, but yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. There's still a lot going on in LA. But um, usually we like to start out with some hot topics. The topics aren't hot, but they're, mm, they're, how should I say? Scary. Scary. Um, and sad. Uh, we had a passing of a fellow Jew, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, on Saturday, Friday, and uh, she was one of the nine Supreme Court justices, mm -hmm. and uh, she passed away of pancreatic cancer, which I feel like is taking a lot of people um, mm -hmm. lately. But um, as she passed, you know. Trump is basically trying to replace her immediately, expeditiously, which ain't right. And her dying wish was that that wouldn't happen. So mm, we'll they see. They don't give a fuck. Right. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, and otherwise, you know, just hurricanes and earthquakes. Did you feel the earthquake, Eve? Okay. So I didn't feel it at all. Okay. Um, I was taking a picture at the moment. <laughs> And the two guys felt the earthquake, and all the ladies, for some reason, did not feel it at all. Really? Like, well, that's, oh that's my very gosh, What just happened? Did that happen? We're like, what? what? Yeah, it was very strange. But Interesting. apparently, um, a lot of people felt it. I did not feel it. Yeah, I think I was on, I was watching like a live video, and the guy was in LA, and Everybody on the feed just started freaking out. They were like, did you feel it? Did anybody feel it? And he didn't feel it. He was DJing and he didn't feel anything. So, I, yeah, I don't know. It's always a toss of the coin. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. So, like, two people, like, right in front of you felt it? And <laughs> yes. Felt it? 
Yeah. And the two guys like looked at each other like, did that just happen? <laughs> and we had no idea what they were talking about. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I think the guy should be used to that happening. So. I guess. <laughs> the sensitivity. Um, any, were there any other hot topics? I think the day after we aired last week, it was. I was going to text you too. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that's when Cardi and oh, yeah. Offset like put out for like their divorce or whatever. Yeah, I was like, damn it, one damn day. Yeah. <laughs> I posted something about that because some girl went off on a tweet, you know, because you know Cardi B just put out this song, this WAP song, and you know everyone assumes that the songs you sing or the show you're on is like the life you're living. Right. And, you know, people were coming at her like, oh, I thought you had the WAP, you know, but your husband's out getting other people's WAP. And it was just like this woman came out just talking about the toxic femininity that comes out of when, you know, divorce happens. They always blame the woman like, oh, you weren't giving Mm -hmm. him enough or, you know, if he cheats. But she's the one who left him. That's the thing. I think he left. I think she left him because he was cheating again. And it's like this whole... This whole back and forth, this whole double standard, you know, of um, I was just gonna say the whole double, yeah, the whole thing. Why is it the woman's fault that the man can't keep it in his pants? Like, how's that not the man's fault? Because she could have the wop, and that that's like that does not keep a man exactly. It does not. So public service announcement. Right, it doesn't keep them in anything. Nothing keeps anybody, you know what I mean. But them having, you know, love and loyalty and respect for you, or whatever, and them wanting to be there yeah. physically, like that's just whatever. Um, but the double standard there too is so interesting. How like a woman, you know, whenever she's like an entertainer or whatever, what she has to, what she says has to absolutely be true. But these men be out here rapping about this, that, and the third, and they be living like a whole fucking lie. Right, right. but that's okay. Anyways, yeah, yeah, you don't even look twice at it. It's just mm-hmm. if it's whatever. Oh. I know we didn't we, get we into that part a, on the double yeah, standard. We're gonna do a part show, two gonna, of that. Yeah, we're gonna do that. We got we're that gonna part do two it. Coming. Mm-hmm. So, how'd you two meet? Oh, here we go. Let's get started. Well, okay. So, <laughs> even I met. How did we meet, Crystal? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we met in Toronto, Canada. Um, okay. We both. When you're like practicing. Yeah, we both booked a job with Disney, and even I actually had to live together, right <laughs> oh, off the bat. Okay. Right off the bat. And I'll tell ya, we were not we were not fans of one another. Really? No. That's how the best friendships start. I know. It's so true. The best friendships. It is. It's true. Yes. That's the we were not. We were not copacetic. We were not good. And um, this was why a not? Long time ago too. This was this was, Crystal, was So like nine years, like to in like this month. Um, why didn't you guys like hit it off the bat? I the first night we did. Yeah. Okay. The first. Okay. We like. Yeah. We we like. We each were on other the roof. The I don't yeah. know. I think I think we just rubbed each other wrong um, initially because okay. we were both just strong personalities. Um, she was very New York. I was very LA, and I had never lived in New York. She had never lived in LA. So we, our person, like our vibes, were just that's so funny. They were just off. They were just off. She was very intense, and I was very like chill, <laughs> you know. And um, I don't know. We just we were just, we were just not good. And then. When we got on the ship, it was kind of the same, but <laughs> Eve. Like a, you guys have like a drunken night where you like came together and it's like. Yeah, yeah really? wine night. Yep. Yeah, 100%. We it was a wine night. Yes. And we just sat and had wine and just talked. And then we were just like, oh, you're really cool, actually. <laughs> yeah. It was nice. just like, a, you know, and when you're in that situation where you're like on the on the sea and you're away from mm-hmm. all your friends and your family and there's a lot of lonely moments you know and i think that wine night like nobody showed up or it was like it was like a low capacity one yeah. and so we were like well let's just talk to each other and and we hit it off and we've been like <laughs> yeah. peas and carrots ever since then um and then 
we got off the ship and Eve went to New York. And that's when, that's kind of when it started, right? Because you, you got off the ship and then you started working for Crunch. Yeah. Because you After, weren't training before um, that. No, I had, so the day that I passed for my NASM certification, which is one of the certifications to get to become a trainer, the same day Disney called me that I got the magic contract. So I was like, okay, let's put this trainer thing on hold and mm. go out to sea. And little did I know it would have been two contracts later, almost two years later. And then um, just performing like every day without any days off, Crystal, you know what that's like. Uh, my body was just done. Like I was just like, my body was like just broken. Mm -hmm. Um. Mm. And I just said, okay, I can audition in a little bit again and, you know, all of that. But let me just take three months to, like, get my body to feel like a normal human being again mm -hmm. and take some time, be back in New York City, hang out with friends, see family, just do things that seem so simple and normal that when you live on a ship is, mm. like, so longed for. Right. Amen. Like, you just think on the ship, you're just like, what I would do to, like, go to a bar and not have to worry about waking up the next morning at 8 a.m. to, like, be on your A-game. Like, yeah. just the smallest things. Um, to go to a cafe and just have a cup of coffee and sit there and not worry about, like, what's next. I got to get back to the ship. Yeah, exactly. So I said, let's just give myself three months get your body back to where it needs to be, take some dance classes, um, all that good stuff. And during that time, I used to be a bartender in New York City, and I just was like, I don't want to do that anymore. Um, mm -hmm. What can I do at the meantime? Oh, yeah, I have this NASM certification. Oh, Let yeah. me just try that out. So I went ahead and I, yeah, I went to 34th Street, Crunch on 34th Street, and became a personal trainer. So yeah. Crunch is a And that was it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Crunch is like a, it's like a 24-hour fitness or like Planet Fitness. Okay. It's like all over the place. Okay. Yeah. So, so you were what there. Does, what does NASM stand for? National Academy of Sports Medicine. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. How long does it take it's to get that? It's a good that? one. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's very it, like, you know, it takes a while to get yeah. and all of that. Bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, I went into it really not thinking much of it. I just right. kind of figured it would be a three month gig, hang out in the meantime. And that was it. But I ended up totally falling in love with it. And the craziest part was within the first three months, after the three months, um, I became the number one trainer in the company nationwide. Oh, and oh, that's wow. when I was like, yeah, that was kind of what I was like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think I'm the best trainer right now. Like <laughs> my education's not at the highest of what it could potentially be. Yeah. What if I go ahead and I actually get a little bit more education and take it more seriously. And I love, I mean, my clients were amazing. The trainer's amazing. I was having a blast anyway. So I said, okay, let's give it three more months and just get a lot more certifications and education. So I took the next three months to, you know, learn and grow and develop as a trainer. And um, yeah, and then that's when I became the assistant fitness manager at Crunch in New York City. Nice. Yeah. And so you did that for how long before you left? I was in New York um, almost, it was almost two years. And wow. then um, I guess like a year and a half. And then I got transferred down to Miami. Ooh, and I was Miami. a fitness manager of two gyms down there. And Crystal came to visit me down there. Oh, that was, okay. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was boss shit down there. She had her own little apartment, like right on South Beach, and like yeah, she was she was in there, but she was working was, like a dog. Yeah, I was living like I was living right in the middle of South Beach. Mm. It was beautiful. So business must have been like super booming down there. Um, it really wasn't. People think about Miami as like always booming, but like. 
actually in the summertime, it's really quiet in South Beach. Really? Everyone leaves. Yeah. So, like, hmm. the winter's really busy because the snowbirds come down from, like, New York or New Jersey. Okay. Um, but in the summer, it's so, so hot that so many people just leave. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, when I was down there, there was nobody. I... It was abandoned. Yeah. There was nobody on the beach. There was nobody on the boardwalk. Nowhere. nowhere. Hmm. It was very strange. Yeah. I meant, yeah. like, okay, but, but business for you, like, I mean, were you always busy? Because I just think about places like that as being kind of, like, like into like fitness. Mm. So people are showing off their bodies all the time. I was busy, but um it's really different fitness there. It's actually a lot of competitors. Okay. So I, that's when I actually got into bikini competition. Mm. Yes. Because and... it's different. It's just a different vibe over there. Yeah, everybody okay. was down there doing that, right? And I was there when you were training or when you were yeah, you were like training and uh she was eating like what were you making? You were making like oatmeal in the microwave with an egg. Oh like egg God, whites or something. No. It was it was disgusting looking. Okay, I'm just gonna tell to you eat, like, like I put four egg whites, I think it was like a quarter cup or something of oats and you microwave it. Disgusting. And then you throw a little bit of cinnamon on that, and that's what I would eat for breakfast. That sounds <laughs> disgusting. I'm it was really not great. It was oh, and I put like a little bit of coconut oil in it too. Right. It was not. It was mm. not so great. Mm-mm. But but yeah, it was that body. Strict. Yeah, I saw the pictures. Definitely, the body was banging. But mm. yeah, but <laughs> there's a suffered. lot of sacrifices. There's a lot mm-hmm. when you're competitive. So I- how do you get your mind ready for something like that and to be disciplined like Mm -hmm. that? Well, a lot of it is very expensive. So Mm. my bikini that I wore was incredibly expensive. (laughs) Um, You're paying for posing coaches for your coach who's doing, who's overseeing your nutrition. There's so I had Mm. like for my second competition, three different coaches, um, the actual wow. show costs money. The hotel for the night before just to stay there costs money. Everything costs a lot of money. You have to get, like, your NPC card. It's so expensive to compete. So oh. when you pay that kind of money, there's no backing out of yeah. it. You're like, That's okay, motivation. I'm already in. I already paid for this. I'm committed to it. You see this, like, teeny tiny bikini that, like, I mean, it's so small. It's so little, this bikini. And you're like okay, well, I already bought this very, very expensive bikini and I'm for sure getting on stage. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to uh, look good in it. There's not really an option. Right. And that's how you get your mindset. You're just like, okay, the day is going to happen where I'm on stage in front of a lot of people in a very teeny bikini. So <laughs> get us together so and how do long- what we how long did you have to prepare for the competition? My first show I prepared, it took me four months. And my second one took me three months. So four wow. months of oatmeal and egg, egg whites. whites. Yeah. That's nasty, yeah. No wow. drinking, nothing. Like, no drinking. Oh like I was working out like three times a right, day. Right. I would wake up. I would do my cardio in the morning early. And then I would do some resistance training during the daytime. And then at night I would do um, a steady state of cardio. So, yeah, it was a lot. And that was six days a week. And then one day was just a steady state of cardio. So So did you... So, like, the stairs for 45 minutes. What did you place both times? My first show I did terrible. I did so bad my first show. I had no idea what to expect. I was like... When do I pose? I didn't realize how fast it was going to be. I think it was like, I placed like 11th or something, like super bad. So then that's when I was like, okay, I didn't really understand what was happening here. Like you get on stage, you have like 10 seconds, then you get call outs, all this stuff. I I felt so lost. I was like, what did I, what just happened? Yeah. Um, And then it's a whole science too of what do you eat? The night before, mm. the day of, you're like, 
in the back eating like Reese's peanut butter cups and drinking wine and dehydrate. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's wow. a, yeah. So I just knew my body so much more and knew exactly what I had to do um, for my second competition, which is why I went ahead and did a second competition because I just felt like it was going to be such a waste if I only did one without really being there yeah. and being mm. present and understanding what to expect. Yeah. So I did it again and then I played second. Nice. Yeah. Oh, so that was very cool. Yeah. 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 That was I awesome. Have a quick question. Um, so after months of like eating a certain way, eating Reese's and drinking wine <laughs> backstage, like what does that do to your body? It's that sounds like you would throw up your body and then with sugar that's where you're like seeing all like the veins and oh. the muscles are popping out oh. and all that so it's okay. interesting with bikini competitions or any competitions because when you're stage ready where when you're on the stage you will look different the day before um the next wow. day you look different oh. uh, so at that level your body changes literally like all the time like you see the smallest little changes just by what you're eating and putting yeah. inside your body. Wow. So I think that so... actually was the coolest part of it though, was being like, wow. Like seeing the know, pictures. I would have never in a million years had thought that everything you put in your body, like can make such a big difference mm -hmm. because you don't see it normally, but at, when you're that small, you see it all you of it. You see all of it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you were in Miami and you weren't loving it. Just life. Life. Lifestyle, you know, weather. Um, Does it rain all the time there? Yeah. Well, it'd be sunny one Psycho second, weather. And then all of a sudden, it's like this huge thunderstorm. Oh my gosh. I remember um, we had like one big hurricane and my entire roof fell in water everywhere oh my I'm like this is not okay like this is a situation and so then my landlord like just plastered the roof up like no problem it's <laughs> and then of course it's Miami so it happens again I'm like I'm out that's it done get me out of here <laughs> I'm over it I'm over it so you like you know? ran to LA yeah, I wanted to be in L.A. I didn't realize I wanted to be in right. L.A. at first. Right. I always had really identified with more of a New York energy. I'm very mm -hmm. loud. Like, let's get it done. Um, I didn't like the idea of having to drive all the time. Mm. So I just didn't think L.A. was for me. I just felt it was kind of like, too low key, which is hilarious because now I'm very much in love with Los Angeles. I call it my forever home, but I knew I wanted a city that was warm after the cruise life and mm -hmm. Miami. I knew, and being from Boston originally, I was just like, I don't want to be in that cold weather anymore. Like, I'm just not, I'm not for it. So then I just started thinking, well, where could I go? Oh, well, LA is a city and it's warm and you know, I had sense. known like Crystal, people have lived there and they were loving it. So mm -hmm. I called up um, a friend who I knew was from New York and living there. And I said, and, you know, Brandy, what's it like being from New York? She goes, did you see my Facebook post? I have a room. It's ready. It's, you know, it's fully furnished. All you have to do is just get here. I was like, Count me in. I will be your roommate. That's it. And the rest is history. I'm still in the same place. Same place. Same place. She literally has not left that apartment. How long? A little over four years now. Four years. Okay. I mean, she's in wow. the best spot for somebody coming into LA. Um, and then somebody that's she actually she actually moved across the street from where I went when I first moved in LA. So it's oh, literally like the exact same neighborhood and it's a good place to okay. like start because you're, you're literally in the middle of everything, you know, you can't miss anything. And so, um, that's, now good, you that's, love it. that's a lot of driving out there. Yeah. 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 But now you're it used is. to it. I'm used to it now. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say I love driving. Right. No, um, I don't think I'll that. ever love driving because I'm not very good at driving, <laughs> but <laughs> actually a terrible driver um really, she's but honest. you know 
I drive as safe as I can to get from one place okay, to the next. Okay, what do you mean you drive as safe as I can? <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's a few things. I can't park at all. Like, right. I actually, okay. I cannot parallel park, but not only I mean, parallel either. park, it could be the entire street is, like, open, and I can't get it close enough to the curb. <laughs> Like I in have this that situation, problem. and it's yeah. embarrassing. And then I'm like, everyone's looking at me, and I can't get to the curb. It makes it I worse. Park, I know the like, street. Yeah, so like, I need to park in a parking lot, like where there's no cars, the back. and then it still might take me a few times, <laughs> but I'll like figure it out. Uh, so, yes, yeah. I love it. That's, yeah, that is awful. Yeah, I'm really bad. <laughs> it's like it's a known fact. Like all of my friends are like. Okay, I, I will gladly drive. Like yeah, no like, I'm always like, let's just get the you. Uber. Let's just get the Uber. Yeah. We're good. Yeah, I Good's Uber most you. times. As I Uber <laughs> anytime I can, basically. Um, yeah, no, so, I, I feel you on the driving part. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, we all hate it. Um, so when you went to LA, you were still with Crunch. Yeah. Initially. Crunch, managing with Crunch, and yeah. And then so. it became. Was Dot Fit right after that? No, then I went ahead and I was a co-owner of a small, um, a little small studio boxing gym. Yes. Right on. Yeah. So that's when you got into like kickboxing and like actual boxing. Yeah. Yeah, oh. I was boxing in New York City. Oh, okay. Um, because the gym I was at in New York City, there's a lot of trainers, including my fitness manager, who is really into boxing. Okay. So I remember one of my clients, and this was when I was really new as a trainer, and she saw a trainer boxing with um, his client and was like, I want to try that. I was like, okay, let me learn how to do it, and then maybe we can, like, you know, throw that in. Because I had never done it at that time. And she's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to go with that trainer over there because you definitely don't know what you're like, how to box. <laughs> and I'm like, fair enough. You're completely right. I don't know how, but you know, I'll, um, I'll get sessions too. Yeah. So then, yeah. So that was kind of my mindset of like, I want to know as much as I can so that never happens to me again and that's oh, when I got okay. really really into education but yeah so I started taking boxing um boxing sessions and I fell in love with it and just really I just think it's a great workout and I feel so empowered doing mm. it mm -hmm. like you know I would never really like actually punch someone but it feels really good punching when you're like when you're in it <laughs> Yeah, and to know that you could, you could punch now. someone if you needed to. Right. Oh, kick I ass. Now. Oh, yeah. oh, if someone like, yeah, I would punch them pretty hard now. Oh, yeah. But I would have never have done that before. That's pretty badass, Eve. <laughs> yeah, man. That's like Beast. a lot. Of, that's a lot of stamina, definitely. It is a lot of stamina. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. I do remember because I I made I made a poster for Eve about her being a proud you know American Jew. And I think you, right when you moved to LA, you took your birthright trip. Yeah. So, um, I remember what, so I had gone to Israel when I was 17 and I just, I loved the country. It was one of those places that I immediately felt drawn to and I felt really at home, um, yeah, I just, it felt like I really belonged there. Mm -hmm. And this, I was a teenager and one of the girls I went to, we kept in touch and she went on a birthright trip. And I'm thinking, how did you go on this trip? Did, aren't we too old? Well, birthright extended the trip. And at this time there was just one trip that the age was extended and you had to be an entertainer and you had to live in Los Angeles. So wow. I got the information. Wow. I basically call, you know, the Jewish Federation in Los Angeles. I'm like, hey, I am most likely going to be living in Los Angeles. I have a degree in dance. I was on the Disney Cruise Lines. I'm training, you know, celebrities. So I would say, like, in some capacity, I'm still in the entertainment industry. And, yeah, they're like, okay, like, sure, you're on the trip, basically. And the I get to Los Angeles, and the next day I went to Israel. And yeah, it was the most life changing trip I've ever had. And mm. I came back with 40 new friends and just like, yeah, that's and a lot. 
yeah, to this day, like some of my closest friends are from that trip a little over four years ago. And that's so amazing because, you know, we've talked about this and I've spoken about it, um, you know, in the Black Lives Matter kind of com conversation, mm -hmm. just like, you know, black people need this. Like, it's so amazing that mm -hmm. Jewish people have, you know, created this thing for, you know, the generations and the generations that come to experience like the homeland and like have this out of body, you know, out of mind, you know, just experience for themselves and like get to you know discover your roots and discover where your your family like became existent yeah. on this planet i mean you know what i mean and it's very spiritual city i've heard and um you know there's like prayer all through the day right and um, yeah it it was when i really felt um that i made a decision as an adult mm -hmm. to really be observant as a Jew instead of just being like, yeah, I'm Jewish. Right. It was when I really, you know, and I've always um, been proud to be Jewish and, and all of that, but it was when I really decided what my Jewish identity was to me and how I wanted to observe Judaism in terms of, you know, having Shabbat every Friday. Mm -hmm. That was something as an adult, I decided that was mm -hmm. important to me. Um, and I made that from being in Israel. Yeah. Yeah. And she does. She honestly does do it every Friday. Like, mm -hmm. that's a thing. Yeah. So, and you're, you're, you were, you were taking Hebrew lessons. Mm -hmm. So you're, you know, you're, you're in there. You're conversational, right? Like you can... You can get. You can get there. Like so so in Hebrew. <laughs> like I can definitely like order. I can definitely order in Hebrew yeah. if I want some food. If I want a drink, um, I can get by. Yeah, I can get by. Can get but by. I think it's the thing I love about learning language is you can learn the rest of your life. Right. You'll mm -hmm. never be perfect at it. So that is actually what draws me so much to learning the language is that it's something I can always work on instead of just being like okay got it like on to the next it's one thing that I you're always growing your mind with it and yeah. I just find it um I don't know it just it's it's been awesome to learn yeah and you've been back like five times you said right yeah Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So like once yeah, a year. it's been fun. Um, I went like three times within six months, two years ago. Damn. And one of the times was, oh my gosh, I had so much fun. One of my friends, she was at a kibbutz, which is um, a place where everyone basically like lives together and works together. And it's okay. just a really beautiful concept. But I worked on an avocado farm for a day and nice. like literally like digging like in the trenches and yeah you have to get up at like five in the morning but it was a pretty wild experience because I was actually 700 meters from the Gaza Strip oh so it was yeah it was actually like relatively it dangerous? felt relatively dangerous because yeah. you hear you know the rockets and everything and mm. you're right next to the Iron Dome which is something that like shoots up into the air to like blow up essentially a rocket. Oh so that was like a really crazy experience. Um, and then the other time I went, I volunteered in the IDF, the Israeli Defense Force. So that was like being in a bunker and just volunteering was, yeah, that was another like, wow. Wow. Yeah. Like I signed up. I don't think I really realized what I signed up mm -hmm. for until I got there. And they're like, here's your sleeping bag. This is your uniform. <laughs> and oh my God. Yeah, there's there's no um, pillow. Right. So I don't think I really understood exactly what I signed up for until I was there and saw the reality of being on a base. But, but it that's was a quality, Eve. Fulfilling. You know, you just you go for it. You don't ask any questions. You just. <laughs> Just you just dive in. It. I love it. Listen, you got to have a big story buff, you know? It's all about the stories. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Eve does have the best stories. Um, so many. So many. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so then you were you were co-owning the gym back in L.A. Yeah. And then, and then you went to DotFit? 
Yeah. And then, well, I was with UFC gym for just UFC. a bit, um, overseeing their retail. And then I went to dot fit, which has been such a dream. Um, I love dot fit. I've loved dot fit. Gosh, I think it's been like eight years at this point. Um, they sponsored me when I was competing for bikini and, I just really believe in the company. There's a lot of integrity behind the company and it just really helps. It's been proven to really help all of my clients. So yeah, they brought me on as the senior dot fit educator and I go to gyms and I help train trainers. Nice. Trainer. Yeah. Trainer. So, so girl. Yeah. yeah. It's been awesome. I love it. And then, so I mean, I have a, I have a bunch of stuff down here, but um, <laughs> I was going to say Eve also being in LA um, has gotten into all forms of fitness. Like she's fitness of the mind, the body and the soul. You know, she's like, she wants to keep her mind fit. She wants to keep mm -hmm. her body fit and, you know, the spiritual fitness as well. Like, so she's gotten super into meditation and yoga and you know she has like a crystal um <laughs> what do you call that i have all the crystals i have like not all of them but i have a lot i have a lot of crystals but what do they call it when you like when you make a little you made like a shrine or a no, i don't have a shrine not a shrine but <laughs> i thought there was like a word i thought there was like a word for when you like you know place them in a nice you know you have them over your fireplace but yeah, I just kind of place them around. I'm still learning yeah. about all of it. Um, that's, that's a lot to learn about crystals. It's a lot. That's and that's another that's thing, though. It's just like the languages. I just, um, I find it fascinating because every time I dig a little deeper with all of it, I'm just learning so much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So but what have you found? What have you found with like meditation and stuff that you've So basically. Like everyone out there, um, we've all had our, you know, traumas in life throughout. And I've, I feel like I've, well, I know I've been betrayed in the past by, you know, friends and heartbroken by guys and um, just all of, there's a lot, like a lot of people, we all have our, our backstories and I needed to really find something that worked for me to heal, to come to a place of really being able to sparkle and shine bright and be in a state of mind where I'm not thinking about those triggers as much. Um, so I started meditating, I guess, two years now it's been. And mm -hmm. at first, my friend Aria, actually, he brought me to my first class. And I remember being like, this is not going to be for me. I'm way too loud to sit in a room <laughs> mm -hmm. for an hour and do nothing. Like, no way. Like, no, not a <laughs> chance. And I used to think, honestly, I used to think it was like a little crazy. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was like a little woo-woo. And it was like, like, I'm a New Yorker. Like, my personality, I don't think I'm going to vibe with this. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, why not just give it a chance? Like, what do you have to lose? Like, it's a free class. Give it a try. So I was like... I'm always open to trying things and then um, and then I can form an opinion after. But he was right. I was like, you're right. Like, who am I to say anything until I actually experience and try it myself? So I went and I tried it. And I remember thinking like, okay, I see, I see what's happening here and I need to try it again. So I went again by myself and I remember just like, really getting into it and feeling things I've never really felt and getting into just a different mindset through that through there and that's when I was like okay I'm gonna just keep trying this out for a bit more and then I found um a teacher that I just totally loved her style her name's Anna and she's just amazing and I started then going to her new moon circles and started learning about manifesting and mm. dreaming bigger and just that concept. And through all of that work, um, that's when I really started 
putting all of the tools together to manifest just really some really big dreams. And um, it's a process. Like there's definitely times that I don't feel aligned and that's when I'm like, okay, that means I need to, you know, meditate a little bit more, do a little bit more healing sessions. Um, but I'm really in tune with how I'm feeling now and where my energy is. And when it's at like a lower place, I'm not as reactive. I'm more like, okay, noted. Let's now adjust accordingly so I can continue to keep my energy as high as possible so um, I can bring that energy to my clients and my classes and my sessions. Yes. So do um, you teach this also like with your clients? Cause I would no. feel like, no, cause I would think like if your, your mind's not healthy, then your body is not healthy. Like I, I 100% agree. Um, which is why I actually like, I'll have challenges and in it, I always have boxes like, you know, did you work out today? Mm -hmm. Did you stretch today? Did you take your multivitamin today? And so forth. And one of the things is, did you meditate today? Did you journal today? These are things mm -hmm. that I think are just so important to having a clear mindset. And with fitness, it's such a journey. And with fitness, mm -hmm. it's your ups and downs. People get, you know, tied up with the scale and right. you know not get results as fast as as they mm -hmm. would like or yeah. they get stressed and then they you know binge eat or body image issues there's so so much that goes into a fitness journey there are all of these habits from the past that we have to mm. try and break to create other habits new habits so I always tell my clients that I'm not the person that's the professional, you know, I'm not a healer. Um, I don't facilitate meditations, but I always will give tools to say, Hey, you know, this is a really great class that I take. Come take it with me. Mm -hmm. okay. um, so I'm always, yeah, I'm always telling my clients, take class with me. Um, try it out. Where do you take Even class? Eve? Plug the, plug the studio. So yes, yeah, so I I like going to unplug, and my favorite though is Anna's class, and she does a donation based class every Saturday at 10 a.m. Um, and her name's Anna Lilia, and yeah, it's literally donation based. It's amazing. It's about an hour long. She has music with it. Um, she does breath work, and it mm. just has become my Saturday routine. Mm -hmm. It's just what I do Saturdays at 10 a.m. And a lot of my clients now, um, they'll join in when, you know, when they can. And it's great. Yeah. Yeah. And so you were doing a lot of like, you were, you mentioned manifesting um, goals and dreams that you kind of been like sitting on, you know, like a lot of people make like, um vision boards. vision boards exactly like mm -hmm. you know to like see what it is that they want which is a form of manifestation right yeah no 100 it's a great form um i think it all really clicked for me when i just really was manifesting i had always really wanted to work for dot fit right and you know it i got the job opportunity to work for dot fit and everything started manifesting where I was like, well, what if I take this trip that I've always wanted to take, which was a solo. I always wanted to do a solo adventure and go. really just dig a little deeper. And like after the journey had previously been in with some, you know, traumas and all of that stuff, I was like, let me take that time to really understand who I am on like a real deep level and have some self-love and continue to manifest away from all the chaos mm -hmm. um, where it's just myself thinking. Nobody else is putting any other thoughts into my head. So I started manifesting going away to Thailand and Bali. And one thing led to another and that came true for me. Yep. And I went in February for three weeks Three oh, weeks. Right, right before everything started. Yep. She was right exactly. on it. Exactly. Now, wow. wait till you hear this one. 
this is wild. So I go to this epic trip and I called it a me moon because, you know, my heart had been broken mm -hmm. and I was like, you know what? I'm over this whole, I have to wait mm -hmm. for, to find the one to have a honeymoon. Well, what if that happens in 10 years? Like that's crazy. I want to be, I want to be treated right now. And why can't oh, I treat that's myself? That's right. Yeah. Like, why can't I treat myself? Yeah. Like, well, because I'm single, I can't have a beautiful epic vacation, yeah. vacation mm -hmm. that I no. deserve because I work so hard. Like right. so many other females, like, like we deserve a me moon. Absolutely. A me moon, just for myself. Like, and then you'll get everything you want <laughs> also. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I went, I went to Thailand. And in Thailand, I went trekking with the elephants. I went um, cliff, like rock cliff climbing in Krabi. And I took myself on a sunset cruise. And <laughs> I went horseback riding on the beach. I went to all the temples. I went hiking up a waterfall. I ate incredible food. I got a boxing certification. I mean, I did everything. And then yeah, from there, I and I, I got myself a two-floor villa, and I say, yes, it is. It's my me moon. So, yes, I want the flowers on the bed. Yeah, put those flowers on the yes, bed. I want the flower bath, but, like, write yes. my name in that bath, please, and thank you. And I got Love myself it. a floating breakfast, because why can't I do that on my own? Why do I have to wait for a mister to do that? No. And you don't. You don't. I don't. I'm going to do it for myself, me, myself, and I. And yeah. I did that, and that was totally life-changing because that's when I was like our day should be so beautiful like our we should be treating ourselves on mm -hmm. the daily on yes. the daily like yep. a freaking queen mm -hmm. yep so um, when I got back which was February 28th was when everything started shutting down and that's when I was like, what is happening right now? Mm -hmm. Like, I was just in, like, my own little world. Like, what is going on at this moment? Um, and that's when I got furloughed, like, so many other people. Mm. And I was, you know, it took me, I'd say, a, a good two weeks to kind of get out of the funk of being like, what just happened? Mm -hmm. But then I remembered all of the lessons that I had learned while I was away on my own. And that's why I said, I have a decision. I have a decision to either just stay really sad and upset mm -hmm. or like do something about it. Like do something. What am I going to do? Like, and I'm looking around at all my friends. Everyone's in a really dark place. You know, I said, what is my skill that I can at least like try and make some happiness in a really terrible situation right now? And I said, okay. I'm going to just do a donation-based Sunday class. It's going to be a Sunday fun day. And we're going to have one hour, one hour a week of just being silly, using fitness to have joy, to let loose, to feel good about ourselves. And I created a Sunday fun day donation-based class. And every week we dress up like a crazy theme. This past week was 20s theme. Um, and we could just have be just have fun, and at the end we do a victory dance off to just shake it off, you know. Um, mm -hmm. And one thing led to another. People started asking, "How can I train with you?" You know, virtually. I said, "Okay, sure, let's do this." Okay. And next thing I knew, my classes started becoming packed. My clientele just a lot. And I said, I think I am onto a business here. Mm -hmm. And I started on the go fit, where it's all about staying fit wherever you are, anywhere, anytime. And yeah, now I have a business from all of it. Yes. Yeah, so now right. you have like four classes a week. Mm -hmm. And you're doing private sessions. And the good thing about it is, is that it, it's all virtual. So she can do it you know, she can do it for anybody anywhere in the world mm -hmm. at any time. I mean, you know, time zones are different, but she'll wake up, you know, oh, for, yeah. the, for the right, you know, session price. She will wake her ass up yep. and <laughs> she'll train you on your time. And that's what's that's what's amazing about it. But also just the idea of what you were saying about, like, 
you don't have to you don't have to lose your momentum just because you go on vacation, you go on your me moon or something. Um, if you're a hardcore person that works out, like you don't have to give up all of that just because we're in a pandemic, whatever it is. Well, that's the biggest thing I always see with clients is they'll say, okay, I want to lose weight, for example, to go on this vacation and they lose it. They're doing great. And then they come back and they're like, I gained it all back. And I'm like, no, you know, and you can still go away and have a blast. And of course, you know, have your drinks, have fun. But if you can stay with a routine of working out, even for the 30 minutes, then your mindset is still focused on creating just some healthier habits. Mm -hmm. So now um, the whole on the go fit, it got in my head, well, I love traveling so much. How can I tie that now in with fitness? Mm -hmm. So I'm actually currently working to get my travel agent license. And yes, that does still exist. <laughs> um, but I'm getting it because I want to put travel and fitness together to create basically travel itineraries that have a focus on staying active. Mm, so, okay. Yeah. What are fun things you can do? in the place that you're at. And then when you go to the restaurant, what are your top like three best options on the menu? Um, yeah, have you ever thought about, have you ever thought about organizing like a retreat? Yes. Which is where this all started from. Okay. Um, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. So, actually funny enough. You just said that as hilarious. Um, I really did not know that. I really okay. Cause I'm like, that. that is so, you wouldn't on brand, I really though. haven't actually told anybody this but I was in this, yeah I'm like I was in this dream bigger mastermind group with um Anna so she was mm -hmm. guiding this you know she was in doing this mastermind and I went ahead and I joined it thinking okay I want to do fitness retreats and that was the idea and then okay. I was like wait this pandemic is like not going anywhere. This is at right. the time when Fuck I was like, how no. is this pandemic going to be done in like a month? Right. Like I didn't think yeah. it was going to last like six yeah. months. Yeah, exactly. So I was thinking at that time, mm -hmm. let me figure it out. So when we're able to mm -hmm. not be in quarantine, we can do this epic, awesome fitness retreat. And that's where it all kind of started from. Okay. Um, yeah, but now I'm actually starting in October. I uh, one time a week. I'm. It's going to be very small and intimate, so that everyone's still social distance. We're going to be outside, um, so we'll be COVID safe. But I'm going to be creating experiences. So in the beginning, it's going to be, of course, the workout. But it's going to be somewhere beautiful, like the beach mm -hmm. or a beautiful mountain or a rooftop. It's going to be at some gorgeous place. And then after it could be, um, you know, restorative yoga flow after or, um, a sound bath. Mm -hmm. So now I'm going back into creating those experiences. Very nice. That. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Do you, you have um, any like words of encouragement or advice for people who are like beginning or want to begin a health journey or a fitness journey? Do you have like a, do you prefer yeah. like beginners? Cause you can kind of really guide them, you know, like where, where they should question. be going. It's such a good question. Um, I actually just did a mantra Monday on my Instagram oh, yeah. mm -hmm. and I wrote one step at a time. And okay. I think, I think a lot of people get very intimidated by wanting that end result mm -hmm. and not knowing how to get there thinking, oh my gosh, it's going to be so much to get there. And it's intimidating. Um, it's stressful. Like, what do you do? It's just one step at a time. And I do my classes and my sessions. My sessions, they're only 30 minutes. And they're customized for each person. So okay. if we're beginning, you know, maybe we're not starting with the burpees. Maybe we're starting with some modified push-ups. And that's great because it's one step closer to the goal. So I always say, don't look at it as like this huge thing. Mm -hmm. Look at it by like small tweaks. So if you want to start working on your nutrition, I'm not going to tell the person who's never ate, you know, 
healthier options to, okay, all of a sudden, you're going to have to drink a gallon of water. Right. You're going to have to prep all of your meals. Don't think about going out to eat. No drinking, no smoking. You know, go ahead, sleep eight hours a day. You're going to come and train with me three times a week, but then you're also going to have homework three other days. I'm not going to tell someone that. That's They're going to run another direction. Exactly. What I'm going to tell them is, look, if you have about three glasses of wine a night, which a lot of people do, then why don't we just have two glasses of wine instead of the three to start? And these small little adjustments end up coming together to be one big adjustment later mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Baby good steps. Baby yeah. steps. That is good advice. Um, Right. So, so you're going to, thank you. You're, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what we all needed. Thank you. you Eve. You. Um, so the, the, the travel agent license will lead into OTG travel. And yeah. then that's, that's like launching next month. That's what you said. And so what else? I mean, is. I'm working on a subscription plan. Uh-huh. Okay. So that's launching October 1st, where it's for self-paced program. And every different exercise will have a click to look at the YouTube of what that, of me doing, you know, if you don't know what a squat is, you click it and it goes oh. to the video of me doing a squat. So there's options to do it three times a week, two times a week, one time a week. And they're 30 minute full body programs. And it's nothing too, too much. It's just enough to get moving. It's all, everything can be done at home at the convenience of your home. And um, it will get you results if you stick with it. Okay, I might have to do that once a week. Okay. Yes. You are like the ultimate hustler, okay? She is. For real. Yes. It's that's just, the New York it spirit. It all works with the brand. It's and like, that's true It just too. all has come together. Mm-hmm. And I've never in my entire life, and gosh, Crystal, you've known me, I think, eight, nine years at this point. Mm-hmm. I've never been so clear-headed with mm. my vision of where OTG fit on the go fit will go. And this is just the beginning. It's only been five months and I can only imagine where it's going to be in five years. Yeah. Oh, I got goosebumps. (laughs) I know this is like so inspirational. And I mean, I know we're like in such a tough time, but it's probably really done wonders for you because, um, well, first of all, from what I've heard, like I don't really plan on going to an actual gym like mm-hmm. anytime soon because mm-hmm. we have to wear a mask when you work out. And yeah. like, I wear a mask all day and it's already hard to breathe. And, you know, mm-hmm. so working out in a mask like as a beginner, fuck no. Let me just right. tell you that. So like, that's I what all of my clients out. say, everyone. Yeah. I will pass the fuck out. Like, seriously, it's crazy. And it's but outside. It's, in Cal- well, I don't know what it's like in Vegas, but in California, they're outside the gyms. I'm in New Orleans, so. Oh, you're in New Orleans. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, if you can actually go outside. But, yeah. Well, fuck that. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a lot. It's a lot. To <laughs> no. It's a lot. I mean, and I, I definitely would be... I would definitely say I work out a lot, and I have gone to gyms right. because with my job. And I've worked out with a mask, and it's a lot to work out. It's with hard, that. yeah. I can't even imagine. But you've just you've just taken such a a rough time, and I mean, you've really you know done something for yourself, but you're really doing something to help other people also. So I think it's like, I love it. It's commendable. Yeah, you it know, really it's is. inspirational. Thank you. It's interesting. We just have the Jewish New Year um, Rosh Hashanah, and mm-hmm. um, the. The night, the first night of the holiday, it was, was, like, uh, it was on Friday was the first like night of it. And that was when the earthquake happened oh. and our, the death and of the yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just was wow, like, I was just feeling the feels, you know, mm. of just being like, we are so not in control. Right. Like mm-hmm. we're so not in control of our surroundings and that's just the reality of life. And I think this year has like made everyone aware of that in a whole other level. And, you know, I was doing my prayers and usually it's cliche when I pray. It's I, I pray for health, happiness, love, abundance, you know, Mm -hmm. and 
And I don't know if it's because of that prior night that really affected my silent prayers, but I was thinking, you know what? This year, I just want to focus on just being like a better human being. Like, that's it. I want, I want to be able to wake up. I pray that I have the strength every day to wake up with the mindset to just do better, to be a better Mm -hmm. friend, a better daughter, a better sister, a better person. And with that, it's like, then I can like give a little light and then it, hopefully that little light and someone else gives light and someone else gives light and a little bit lighter, Mm -hmm. um, in this world. But so anyways, the one thing I just posted on my Instagram is that I want to do one-on-one virtual coffee dates with anyone who wants to be just connected Mm -hmm. and we can talk about life health and fitness dreams and aspirations like whatever like I honestly want to just connect with others on a deeper level I like that idea human beings right like let's just connect and sometimes that's all it takes sometimes just a little (laughs) a little coffee date a little wine date you know just like just a little moment of connection you know like I always feel so much better when I you know FaceTime with a friend or have a little you know, off to the side meeting with somebody and just at least just have some, I don't know, some back human and forth. Yeah, some human interaction. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a really good idea. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Eva, I have a question really quick. Is it a yes. must that the men that you date, or the man that you date, I should say, uh, like that they're into fitness as much as you are? Uh, or? That's a good question. <laughs> um, I get that question a lot. Okay, here's the deal with it. So, Yes. The answer is yes. Like they don't have to be like, like super buff, but they have to work out Mm -hmm. and eat on the healthier side. I would say like 80% of the time. Now that's Mm -hmm. not to go say we like can't go have our cheat meal and have drinks and all that. But um, it's so my lifestyle that right. it just like wouldn't like if I go to the gym, I don't want someone to be like, Oh, you're going to the gym again or yeah. shame it. I want someone to be like, That's awesome. Yeah. You know what? Let me join let me you go. on that. Like yeah. let's go together. Yeah. yeah. So I don't need like a total like huge dude that's like, you know, but somebody who does appreciate health and fitness is a must okay. for me. All right. Yeah. Question. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> makes perfect sense. Um. Yeah, Eve's a beast. Eve's been, um, you know, she's been out there while well, she was protesting at one point. Um, she met yep. Common. She just literally ran into Common. Yeah. On the streets uh, protesting. And she she came on and we had a live, um, you know, just talking about like the racism that was, you know, I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was kind of at a high. We were at a high moment um, at that point. Yeah. But um a lot of people a lot of people loved you a lot of people were super just like she's so sweet and it's like so refreshing to see somebody come on being like I don't know what to say I don't know what to do I have lived a certain life and have just never thought about it you know um in these terms and I I think everybody really appreciated just your honesty Mm -hmm. you know I mean it was it was definitely nerve-wracking to do that. I was, I was oh, like yeah. 100% That's brave. because I was coming from a very vulnerable vulnerable place of literally just not knowing. Yeah. And I think it was really important, though, and I think these conversations need to continue being had. I don't think that this, by any means, these conversations just, I think all of us, every single person can only grow um by having conversations and and learning together so yeah it's interesting the amount of learned from that mm-hmm. um call that we did up until now i right. feel me too and i can only imagine where i'll be in a year from now exactly and two years from now and three years from now i don't think i mean the learning is gonna just continue and yeah. it's very needed so yeah i really thank you for that and I thank you so much for coming on. That was our that was our hour. Yeah, thank God. you for coming by so thank fast. You for sponsoring us. Like, thank of you for your course. positive energy. It's all about the love. 
Yes. It's all about the, the love. Of love. Yes. So tell everyone where they can find you. Oh, okay. So um, my website is otgfit.net. Mm-hmm. And my Instagram is OTG underscore fit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's where you can find me. She's uh, and she's out there. On, she's a Zoom fool. So all these classes are available on Zoom. Go on OTGfit.net. And she's got her schedules up. And you can, you can see everything even more about Eve. Okay. And um, check out my page at Crystal with a K. Um, I have, you know, we have... We're posting everything. It's all about Eve this month. So <laughs> anything you need to know, anything you want to see, um, yeah, check us out at Lifestyle with Love. I'm at Vic underscore pistol. I am terrible with DMs. I'm going to let y'all know right now. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, um, we're in there. So we love you, Eve. We love everyone for listening and watching, and we'll see you next week. Thank and Eve will be back. Yes.